Welcome to the High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick, and this is episode 19. I'm confident in that number, not because we just confirmed it, but because I forgot last week. So uh, here we are today. Uh, we are getting, well, we're in the middle month of the summer, depending on how you look at it. Uh, it's usually a boring month on most facets. However, it is the last month without football for the foreseeable future. So uh, that is very exciting for all of us as we are all big football fans. Uh, in the meantime, though, plenty to talk about. So I wish Austin was here so I could, you know, for lack of better words, crap down his throat. Uh, New England news. Uh, Red Sox have been doing okay. They did lose two, their first series in eight or nine, I guess, technically. Uh, however, they have bounced back since and are doing okay. Only 13 Boo. years behind the Yankees. Um, the Celtics traded for Malcolm Brogdon for... Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, a first-round pick, and a handful of deep bench players such as Nick Stauskas, um, Jawan, something, and someone. Anyways, not really important who those names are. However, uh, they got Malcolm Brogdon. So we'll talk a little bit about that in our NBA section of things. I'll even share this so we could take a look at the picks for today. Uh, otherwise, Patriots have done nothing other than Matt Jones is looking as sexy as a python uh and even furthermore yep steve yeah you agree yeah uh, and uh most importantly uh the bruins have hired their head coach whose name i'm forgetting uh, but uh he's, he's not bad so we'll see how that goes nothing free agency wise or anything else for the bruins so yeah we'll get right into the nba crazes starting with the celtics so celtics made a huge trade for malcolm brogdon um, another important note that I didn't mention uh, during that portion is that they also are in process of signing Danilo Gallinari to a two-year, roughly $15 million deal. Um, that's not guaranteed yet, uh, as the Spurs have not dropped him uh, or cut him. Uh, but once that happens, the Celtics will be signing him. So definitely look forward to that. Um, other than that, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, the, the biggest thing the Celtics needed was better depth. Uh, Danilo Gallinari will be the backup forward and brings exactly that great depth uh, to that position. And Malcolm Brogdon, whether he's used as a number one guy or simply a six man, which he, if he is used as a six man, he could very well be fighting for six man of the year uh, next year. Uh, and will be a great distributor. I think he'll play anywhere between 24 and 30 minutes as to he hasn't played a lot. He's been hurt recently. So if you're not asking him starting minutes, I think he's in a good spot. So, um, what's everyone's thoughts? I mean, this is this this Celtics team is the perfect team to kind of have a a very good but injured player because at least he's going to get a chance to kind of sit when he needs to. Well, I think what's crazy is I look at the trade and I see like one first round pick, a cup, and then a ton of bench players. This is such like a fantasy football kind of trade where, hey, can I get like Tyreek Hill from you? I'm going to give you like. Kenny Galladay and five bench players from other teams and just cramp and just hope the volume is enough to get that player, which, you know. Hey, hey, don't call me out for that Tyree Kill trade from this that... season. <laughs> Dude, you gave me Tyree Kill with another guy. Okay, we won't get into it. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I was when I heard about KD possibly being traded to the Celtics, I was hyped. But with this trade, we get a very good player that can be like the sixth man of the year. But we didn't give up a whole lot in terms so of players. I, Steve, first I'm going to address that Katie thing. You were the only person who was hyped to hear that that might even be possible because Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum gets included in that. And I would hate my life. 
Second. I'm okay with losing with I'm okay with losing Brown. I'm gonna overreact no, here. I'm, yeah, Brad yeah. Stevens is the greatest GM of all time. <laughs> not yet. Not a yet, plus not yet. GM he's, he's gave up nothing for Malcolm Brogdon. See, he does need to get a backup center. That's it. Daniel Tice not being on the team leaves an opening where we need a backup big man. But he's, he's I'm loving it. <laughs> he's opened up so much more space for us to sign someone big. That's that's what I'm thinking. He's Steve did. Up. Did you really say you would be okay with losing Jalen Brown? For getting KD? We're, yeah. We're, we're not going to address it. I think that's an absolutely horrible uh, take. No, no, right no. no. I, I am not letting that slide under the radar. Absolutely not. <laughs> Steve, what are you talking what? about? No. It's fucking KD. How would, why would I? Okay. Okay. No. Here's, right. here's my okay. analysis of you know that. Yeah. Jalen Brown, absolute dog. KD, um, not a leader. I'm taking JV all day. <laughs> well, Katie doesn't have to be the leader. Jason Tatum is clearly Jason Tatum. Even Al Al Horford are like the leaders of the team. So all we need him. Tatum is not the leader. He's kind of points. He needs a JV better shooter than Brett. No. Oh my god. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, Kyle. They, they are have, co-leaders on a very good have, symbiotic Celtics. They team. have built the yes. team around Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Thank you, Andrew. That is like the two guys you want to have on your team. Those are our star players that are leading this team to the playoffs with the help of Marcus Smart, who got defensive defensive player of the year because he played tremendous defense all season. Why would we want KD, who's literally turning, what, like 35, 34. 36, 34, whatever. Whatever, he's in his 30s. He's getting a little bit older. Like, yes, he can still ball, but like, He's just gonna think about more of himself. Go to the, go to Miami. Get swept down there again. Yeah, it's yeah, all you're gonna do is just beg for the ball the whole entire time. And once you don't get it because the Butler's gonna get the ball, you're gonna really, cry about it. What I'm hoping for is a great scenario. It's hoping that Katie will look at this as all right, I'm going on a team that is stacked. So I do not have to be the guy. Because when he was on Golden State, what? many would argue no. he was successful as no. he was because he no. also had Steph Curry with him. So he's gonna be on a balanced team, so he doesn't have. But to he's be gonna the try guy. and be the guy. That's the KD can't go anywhere without being the guy. Like he I has to be the guy. I'm ready to move off this ridiculousness. He stole the MVP from Curry that season. Like I'm ready to move off this ridiculousness. Uh, no Boston <laughs> fan should want KD. You've got yeah. Jason See, Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Take entire Toronto. Core. The entire core, actually, Toronto's the front runner for Katie right now. So yeah, honestly, oh, I don't think that's true. Actually, I don't think they're the front runner. I think it's the no, Heat. No, I think it's the Trailblazers. Yeah. No, Trailblazers. No, it's okay. the Heat of the Toronto Raptors. I'm need, telling you, Toronto does not need a Katie. Nah, no. Oh, but the Celtics do. Because the Celtics have a balanced team. Katie would go to Toronto and be the guy. If he goes on a team, he doesn't. Be, if he agrees to go to Boston. He's got to be thinking, I'm probably not going to be the guy on this team. But, but he can't going. do that, Steve. That's okay. why he can't go, go to Miami. Okay. I would just be hyped to have a scenario. It would work out this, well. Before we cut this, before we cut this, think about when he first started out with OKC. He had Westbrook and Harden. Answer Dogs. Dogs. Answer Jibaka. Yes. Dogs at the time. That was a big four team right there. What did KD do? He was Nothing. the first to leave from the team. 
They traded Harden first. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they no, traded Harden the year before. Whatever. He they traded Harden, but he was literally the next guy to leave after all of that. And it was just like, why? He wants to be the name. He wants to be the guy wow. that everybody relies His on. His entire okay. excuse for leaving Golden State was that he wanted to make his own legacy. Now, moving off of right. this, we have to talk about Rudy Gobert and DeJounte Murray. So, I, Oh, I think uh, if we're on the subject of KD, let's talk briefly about Kyrie. I think there's only one place for him. I do think it's the Lakers, and I think he's going to go there. It's the only person who wa- that's the only team that even wants to take him right now because of his antics yeah. off the court. Nobody else wants him. He's got um, no trade market, which is absolutely insane because Kyrie is an elite generational offensive talent, but he so, burns locker rooms. Yeah. So like like I said, like to you, Jake, earlier, is that with the Kyrie trade, if Westbrook is put into that into that package, I said it be. would benefit, he has to it be. would benefit it would benefit both teams. In the sense. Oh, no, Katie's still I gone. Think, I think Katie's gone no matter what. I think Nets Westbrook would be a dog. He's a season removed from averaging a triple double in the East. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's fallen that far off. Right. I just think the West was a little bit more of a tougher competition from him. You know. Yeah. I um, think... I'm with you. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm completely with you guys. This I is will also say... addressed in a poll later today, anyway, with the whole Kyrie situation. So. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We have plenty of votes on this week's polls as well which is nice. So let's talk about actual things that did happen. I do want to start with the one that the picture that's on there. DeJounte Murray getting traded to the Hawks. Now, I don't know the full trade package off the top of my head. I do know that it was Danilo Gallinari, a couple other role players, like a first or second, or two first-round picks, something like that. Three Three first-round picks. Okay, yes, for DeJounte Murray. Now, the Celtics' first goal would have been to get DeJounte Murray. However... He needed a lot because he is in a vastly underpaid player um, who is very, very good. He's very underrated, um, and he's going to be great next to Trey Young. So I think the Hawks won that, as long as he stays more than two years. I also want to talk about the picks for a second. I was listening to um, Kenny Beecham, for all you who know the YouTuber. <clears throat> but analyzing this trade and the Rudy Gobert trade after it, Unprotected first-round picks being traded in the NBA is absolutely unheard of nowadays because most people put, like, top 10, top 5 lottery-protected things on their first-round picks, for those of you who don't know. Essentially, it just means if it's in the lottery or within, like, the top 5, the team gets their pick back. DeJounte, I believe, had three unprotected first-round picks sent to the Spurs for him. So if this blows up and the Hawks aren't good in three years, the Spurs get two top 5 picks out of it, and that's absolutely insane. Uh, Second, uh, I'm very, very interested to see how two ball-dominant guards work together. Because we all know Trey has never played with, like, another superstar. Even in college, going back to Oklahoma, he was the guy. In Atlanta, he was handed the keys to the franchise day one. He's been the guy. Now he's going to have to share the ball a little bit, and I'm interested to see how this works. I really, I think he'll like it. I think Trey transitioned into more of a shooting guard. I really do. I think he turns into a off-the-ball, all of a sudden he's wide open and just takes the easiest threes of his life. And then he can take the ball off the court, and DeJounte can do the exact same thing. It it takes the pressure off of Trey so much, of being the top guy to be the team-leading scorer every season for them. Well, I still think Trey's going to be their number one option. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, 100%. Yes. 100%. But it takes some pressure off of him. So he's not just the only guy that has to be the one that scores. He's not getting double teamed like the Heat did. That's all the Heat did. The Hawks, (laughs) if Trey Young didn't get double teamed the whole series, 
they win more than one game. I don't think they win I mean, the series necessarily, but I do. Uh, see. What else are you going to do right? against the Hawks? I mean, I'm not double teaming John Collins or Clint Capella. Well, John Collins now gone, so it's Wait, just did they trade time. him? I'm pretty sure they did, if I'm correct. I think it's just a matter of time. I don't think they traded John Collins yet. Uh, okay, fair enough. I know he's on the move eventually, but um, I think it's good for Trey Young. I think it's fantastic for Trey Young. And DeJounte Murray now gets a team that's going to appreciate him, for the love of God. He's going to make so much money in two years. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually um, really excited to see a good Spurs team if this blows up, not going to lie. The San Antonio Spurs have been a team that we've had to watch our entire lives be very dominant, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see them rebuild. Yeah. Rush, yes. three-peats. They always crush the three-peats. <laughs> I completely agree. So, um, looking at the next move, yeah, let's talk about Wait, Rudy Gobert. Got, Go yeah. No, Rudy Gobert is another one where it was like four unprotected first-round picks and then a like protected first-round pick in 2029 or some crap like that. And the way NBA trades work is that you can't trade first-round picks in consecutive years anymore. So these picks aren't going to come to fruition for like a decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Timberwolves... What? I think that's uh, a stupid rule. For, for, oh, it's a for the it's record. a dumb rule. It yep. came about because the Nets traded so many first round picks for uh, Paul Pierce and KG back in the day. Yeah, uh, it's it's the Danny Ainge rule because Danny Ainge screwed over so many people. But um, <laughs> again, I don't I don't necessarily hate the move for the Timberwolves. I hate how much they gave up for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I would say right now that DeJounte Murray is a more valuable player than Rudy Gobert. And they gave up more for him than the Hawks did for DeJounte. It was like five first-round picks and four core players, including Jared Vanderbilt, who's a bona fide starter, and multiple rotational pieces. I saw that somebody gave it like a D grade earlier. I'm not going to go that far. It'd be like a C. But it's definitely an A trade for the Jazz because they get younger and they get more picks that are unprotected. Yes, I think that uh, Danny Ainge very quickly did exactly what Danny Ainge did to the Celtics, and that's <laughs> actually throw away everything just for. And eventually, the uh, eventually um, Donovan Mitchell will be traded as well, whether it's this off season or next season or next off season. It'll be in that time frame, uh, but it will happen. So um, I was yeah, going to we'll say see. it'll be interesting to see what happens with Donovan Mitchell now, whether he stays. They're going to get goes. another five picks for him at this point so <laughs> like 10. uh yeah <laughs> like, it's gonna be ridiculous it's gonna be ridiculous so um looking at that i was trying to think what other i have a bunch of signings i'm gonna go through but what other big trades happened i think um, that's it i think that's really it for the big yeah. names uh jeremy grant to the trailblazers but that was i think in time for last week's podcast i might be wrong though yeah, I think and that, I have a bunch of signings. That was a tra- that was a draft day trade anyway right Wasn't underrated it? move either way Yes, so I'm going to go through uh, quickly and talk about all the free agency moves that happened that are worth talking about. For Celtics specifically, they also signed Luke Cornett back. He's a bench player, but that's just something I just saw. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets actually signed three great players. So I don't know what they're doing, but they signed TJ Warren to a one-year deal, Patty Mills to a two-year deal, and Nick Claxton to a two-year deal. I have heard rumors, although he was in... I was heard that... Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Patty Meal. Patty Mills is going to trade the Celtics, but now they signed a two-year deal. I think it's going to happen, but I heard something about that. Um, uh, Bulls brought back Zach Levine on a five-year max deal. So good for Zach Levine. He definitely deserved it. Bradley they Jones. brought in 
they brought in. Well, this is the Bulls. They brought oh, in Gordon uh, Goran Dragic uh, at win a one year deal. So that's a pretty good backup uh, shooting guard, point guard for them. They brought on Andre Drummond for a two year deal and Derek Jones Jr. So they made some huge splashes there. Uh, also, shout out to uh, 2K Andre Drummond because he's the absolute goat. If anybody, he's the best rebounder know. of all time on 2K <laughs> for whatever but, reason. Uh, the people need to watch out for the Bulls next year because if they're healthy, they're probably the mo- they're probably competing with the Celtics as the deepest team in the East. It's not even close. Very oh, close. Yeah. It's very yeah. It's very close. And uh, on the note of 2K and the Bulls, uh, they just announced today the Michael Jordan edition of 2K23. That will be the name. It's uh, it makes sense. It's 2K23, so they did a good job <laughs> with that. Um, okay, I I'll didn't even think of that. Was it? Oh, I was, Jalen Brunson. Oh, that traded. makes so much sense. I, so yeah, I'm gonna get. We're getting. To I'm that. a free agent. I'm, get, okay. I'm going through free. every. I'm going through every team, uh, but only doing the major ones. Uh, Darius Garland signed a five-year extension. Awesome, great for him. He's great. Uh, Ricky yeah. Rubio returns on a three-year deal for the Cavs. Uh, Robin Lopez, if you care about that, I'm. I'm only bringing this up because it's Javale McGee, but he signed a three-year deal with the Mavs. Uh, Nuggets signed Jokic. They haven't released the contract terms yet, but it is supposedly the biggest NBA contract of all time. Five-year deal. We'll see the actual numbers on that, but that's crazy. Um, DeAndre Jordan uh, going to the Nuggets, and then a few other pieces. Marvin Bagley the third going back to the Pistons. The Warriors, oh. Jake's gone. Uh, the Warriors got <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo to a two-year deal, as well as they come on Looney. They definitely overpaid him, but that's okay. Um, I'm skipping a few teams here. Aren't really important. Um, John Morant got his five-year first extension, which I think is just a regular max, um, but that's his first correct contract. Um, Bucks brought in Sergi Baca, brought back Wesley Matthews, Bobby Portis. Cat signed a four-year extension. I think that is a super max. Zion Williamson got his rookie max as well. Uh, Jalen Brunson agrees to a four-year deal with the Knicks. There's possible tampering clauses that the Knicks are going to get heavy fined and maybe lose cap room. So we'll see how that goes. Also, did find we out have no that there's no cap room to lose. Oh, there's boo. technically a possibility where they can overrule the signing and make him go back to free agency. It's highly unlikely to happen, but it is possible. Um, PJ Tucker oh. signed a three-year deal with the 76 Sixers. Didn't know that. Jesus, that yeah. guy needs to stop playing. Uh-huh. Uh, Devin Booker signed a four-year extension uh, with the Suns. Um, Gary Payton went to the Frio Blazers. Nurkic went back for four years. Uh, Malik Monk agrees to a two-year deal with the Kings. That's interesting. Um, I and say that's crazy is looking at uh, when I'm looking at a lot of these contracts, like these really high annual salaries. I consider considering I'm so I'm much more familiar with football and football free agency. Seeing like five years, two hundred million dollar deals left and right. Yeah, they make a lot more in the NBA right now. Yeah, they make yeah. a ton because there's less players. Less players. Less players. Yeah, like uh, less players. So that makes you think with how like uh, with how like tough and big of a grind football is that some people are just making you know, like rookies especially on a rookie contract could be making just a couple million. Yeah, nothing yeah, compared to how much they get beat up. And uh, the last few signings I'll look at uh, Otto Porter went to the, the Raptors. Thaddeus Young went back, as well as Bradley Beal signed his five-year extension with the Wizards. 
as the final one. His career wasted with the Wizards. I completely agree, but he's okay with that, and that's okay with me. If that's okay. Okay. The worst. The worst part is, is he said a few days before he signed that deal, is that he his biggest fear is wasting his career not winning, and then he does that. Yeah, yeah, well, he's yeah, gonna waste his career. Saying. He's gonna wipe his tears with a million dollar bills real quick. Like, I was gonna say because because the other day Tyreek Hill was like, "Oh, I love to win. Come on, Mahomes, let's get a bunch of Super Bowls now." Uh, you know, I like thirty million dollars. You could if Much you pay more. me thirty million dollars. Hey, uh, let me talk. Money. Let me let me remind you that I'll probably be at your house at like two a.m. in the morning cleaning your dishes. Yeah, I would say Tua is a good quarterback. That's true. All these, all these guys literally just freaking wiping their tears with hundred dollar bills. So um, like they could burn it like, in a fire. I, I, and not I even, really it feel even bad for Bradley Beal. Like he had so no, many he, opportunities. He'll dig like his own me. grave, Andrew. You feel no? You should feel nothing for him. He will dig his he's own like, grave with a two hundred fifty million dollar gravestone. I don't know how. Okay, but like he's one of those players that like deserves a ring for all the for all the work he's put in. But it's like he's never gonna. I am sure game. he will get it eventually, whether it's on the Wizards or not. I'm sure. I, I, I also see Wizards. a bunch of I see a bunch of memes that like the only loyal people mm. left in the NBA are Steph and Dame, and I'm like, y'all forget Bradley Beal's been a Wizard since the day he was drafted. I know, right? <laughs> and Marcus Smart, for that matter, by the way, he's been a Celtic for eight years now, whatever. So, Facts. um, and there's also obviously other people who have also been around a long time. Um, so we'll move on to the next topic and, uh, we can circle back a little bit when we, uh, move into podcast polls. Um, Jake had a fantastic idea to decide and ruin the NCAA uh, football, you know, divisions. So in conferences, so, uh, we're going to let him, and I'm actually going to show this on screen. Uh, we'll come back to podcast polls and show his, uh, conferences and his conference list. Um, do you want to start with East or? Yeah, just go in order. We're going to go East okay. Coast to West Coast. Um, well, explain what this is first, Jake, and then go right into it. So the college football world's been set on fire anyway. The Pac-12 and Big 12 are merging. UCLA and USC left for the Big 10, which makes no geographic sense whatsoever. Uh, I really feel bad for the bus driver who has to drive 41 hours with the equipment from USC to Rutgers. But hey, not my problem. So with the college football world being set on fire anyway, I but just before you could I decided really to quickly, destroy it. Really, the Pac-12 and Big 12 merging is only a rumor at this point. That is not confirmed. So I just want to throw that out there before people yeah, go on Twitter and go not. like, oh, my God. But anyway, Jake, continue destroying college football. Hold on. I see my I, I'm watching the live stream right now. Just watching the comments too, uh, Justin. Put on the PowerPoint and not my own face. <laughs> I was trying to keep it focused to the person talking. <laughs> but, so, my big thing with college football is that it's all about regions and regional rivalries, which is why the conferences exist in the first place. But we've seen a... I saw a post the other day from a West Virginia fan. It was like, yeah, you know, conference realignment has kind of destroyed West Virginia football anyway because we don't play any of our big rival schools. We don't play UVA or Virginia Tech or Pitt anymore because we're not in the same conference. Like, we never play these teams that we had huge traditional rivalries with. So my thought process here is just to burn it to the ground and let's start over. We're going to start with the East Coast. And the way this is going to work is much similar to conferences, you know, 
You're going to have divisions and different things like that, but we're going to call them pods. And you start with the East Coast. And in pod one, I'm just going to call it the Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Line. Yeah, Florida, Georgia, Alabama line. South hey, Carolina gets thrown in there too. Uh, FGL does uh-huh. not exist anymore. They broke up, so. That's Wait, okay. I don't care. We're putting it back together. Um, on political reasons, but we won't get down uh, right. that. Well, but, we won't get into that. All right. <laughs> but we're gonna start here. You're gonna keep Alabama and Georgia in the same place, same same pod. You know that's a huge rivalry. You see Auburn in there for the Alabama game. You can't discredit the Iron Bowl and what it brings to college football. Georgia and Clemson also a huge rivalry game. Georgia and Georgia Tech huge rivalry game. Florida and Florida State, Florida and Alabama. You have the U with Florida State, Florida. South Carolina gets thrown in there because it's the only geographic region that it can go in, but they've got rivalry games in there. And then UCF again gets thrown in there. They're a rising school or have been in the past. They don't have any rivals in there, but if you're playing teams consistently that are from your state, it becomes a giant rivalry. So I'm comfortable throwing UCF in pod one. I like it. Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson just fighting for their oh yeah you've got the three best teams in college football in the same pod sorry guys um it just happened to work out that way and the way you crown a conference champion in all of these is there's only three conferences i think there's a lot to be worked out here it's a very new idea in my own head you could even add a fourth conference if you wanted to honestly but the way i think this would work is the higher ranked team nationally would probably get a bye week so whatever pod one, pod two, or pod three runners ranked higher nationally would get a bye week. The two lower teams would play each other, and then you'd get a conference championship game of so the top we, seed and whoever won that other game. So we can expect either Alabama, Georgia, or Clemson to be in that top. Like, oh, all the time. High. Constantly. Hey, yeah. don't so, discount Auburn or Florida. Hey, hey, hey well, I'm just saying. This, like, is probably so here's, not, this is one of the okay. strongest pods in the entire country. I don't even want to hear But it. if they're playing... If they're playing each other, so like, are you saying like schedule is going to be based on like they play everyone in the pod at least once? Like, is that what? Yeah. Gonna... So it's the same thing as like okay. divisions and divisions okay. now. So if Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson are each going to have to play each other once, unless they have the best recruiting classes every year, year in and out, uh, they're they not going to necessarily. Okay, but they're they've been competing with Texas A and M this year. At least Alabama has and Georgia has. So like. I, you, I don't know if they'll necessarily be guaranteed that buy spot every single year. Okay, they wouldn't be guaranteed it every single year, but it's a meme. Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson are three of the best football teams in the entire country. Kyle, the power keep up. <laughs> keep up. I didn't disagree. Hold on. I didn't disagree with that. Kyle, I'm stop pretty sure in the last, I'm pretty sure in the last decade, Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson have won like eight or nine out of ten national titles. I think they've yeah. won. Uh, no, they've won nine. No, Ohio State won one, I believe. Uh yes, you're right. Oh, Ohio State might have been in 19, 2014, but Ohio State and LSU won. Yeah. And Florida State won one. So I might be wrong. It might be seven out of the last ten. I have but, to answer you, Joe. You did miss the uh sorry, Joe just messed in chat. He did miss the NBA stuff, so you can definitely go back and watch uh, it. We just talked about it five minutes ago. So yes, uh, go right ahead. Sorry, That's okay. You, you missed the NBA. You can back, you can back right up and take a look. Pod two and pod video three on the live right after. <laughs> pod two and pod three are a little bit weaker in the east coast i mean just generally they are it's just their geographic region and the way that those places play football north carolina nc state pittsburgh virginia virginia tech wake forest 
Penn State, West Virginia, Duke, and Liberty. Duke and Liberty, obviously, the two odd ones out there, just not really... Like, Duke's in the ACC, but they're not really a Power 5 school. Like, come on. Uh, how they have a quarterback that got drafted in the first round. Hey, it's not my problem. <laughs> but again, this is all based on rivalry games and regions. And the, again, the way that college football survives and makes its money and has the energy that it does is when Virginia Tech and Virginia play each other, the entire state is divided. <laughs> and there's a lot of energy around that. Penn State has rivalries with West Virginia, Pittsburgh, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, all these schools from the days back in the day when there weren't as many teams. So it's more of a traditional rivalry for Penn State than it is anything else. But they can schedule out-of-conference games with Ohio State and all those schools that they now have rivalries with. Again, if I were to do this over, Penn State might get thrown into the pod of Ohio State and all those other places. But for now, they're right here because their geographic location. Pod three is absolutely miserable. (laughs) Um, I mean, you can see it. UMass down is just kind of there. (laughs) Maryland, Rutgers, BC, Syracuse, UMass, UConn, Buffalo, Army, Navy. You've got essentially New England down to Maryland. Hey, don't trash on UConn. Actually, Uh, UConn football has been god awful for a long time. Do not. Do not remind me. I literally somehow in NCAA fourteen they become a powerhouse in every single dynasty I do, and I don't understand it. But um... don't 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 judge me because growing up in Connecticut and watching Randy Etzel leave after that one season to the NFL after they won a bowl game, and then there's nothing hype about Pod two or Pod three, Nick. Uh, the juicy stuff's in the next. Okay, I'll click it. Conference. I'm good. You guys can ask questions of this oh too. My. Like, feel free. Absolutely demolish it. Ask questions. Kill oh. Me. Yeah, this is where it gets really juicy. <laughs> That's a lot of schools. Oh my god, Michigan, Michigan. Oh my god, Ohio, Notre Dame. Oh. So yes, geez. the mid the Mid American Conference already exists, but this is the Middle America Conference. You could split this into the South. Like, I would call it maybe. Yeah, I would just call it the Southern Conference and the Northern Talk Conference. He's on two of these say. lists. What? They're on pod two and pod three. Who? Kentucky. Is <laughs> above Arkansas uh... and Nebraska. Yo, Nick, go edit that real quick. Get <laughs> uh, Kentucky out of pod two. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Dude, just imagine if you had LSU in pod one in the East Coast. I fumbled the bag. I really fumbled the bag there. I'm just really saying. Though. I'm just saying. If you had LSU in that pod one location, that would be a. Term- It'd be rats. The pod one would own college football. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Where is uh, Jackson State? Jackson State? Where's Jacksonville State? Oh. Where's Jackson State in the FCS? No, come on. They're going to be goaded. They had like so many good recruits this year. The mi- the yeah. minute that Jackson State becomes a FBS Division 1 school, I will throw them in here. Go for it. Yeah, dude, Deion I'm Sanders alone fine. is going to fill the stands. I'm absolutely fine with them being on this list. But Pod 1, I call this the Oklahoma Texas Pod. <laughs> this would be uh, just the... call it the Red River Showdown. That's the best way you can this yeah. would be the most like I would see so much hatred coming from this pod. It's not even funny. But look how entertaining this is. Yep. You've got the best teams in Texas. Sorry, UTSA and UTEP. You got left off the list. <laughs> and the best teams in Oklahoma 
And they're just fighting it out year after year for a conference title. I think this would be absolutely amazing. You've got Texas and Oklahoma. Texas and Texas Tech and Texas and and A&M all have heated rivalries. You talk to anybody from Texas, and Texas and Texas A&M is one of the biggest rivalries in the entire state. Doesn't matter what sport. Doesn't matter where you're coming from. Somebody's got to pick one. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State obviously have their rivalry. Baylor and all the teams in Texas have their own rivalries. Texas Christians got their own rivalries within state. That pod would be quite literally the most heated pod in all of college football. You're literally going to cause like a civil war basically in Texas where everyone's going to be fighting against each other. Oh, absolutely. In Oklahoma. What the Red River Showdown is all about, boys. Oh, my God. I love that Red River Showdown. <laughs> Jake State. <laughs> I yeah, I got that. Was, that was my fix. Uh, Jake State, a.k.a. Uh, future Jackson State spot right there. Because oh, I'm pretty they, sure they're in Tennessee. No, they would get, no, Jacksonville State. Aren't they in Florida? No, it's not yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. It's, I'm pretty Jackson. sure. It's Jackson. Yeah, oh, my bad. I thought it was Jacksonville State. Jackson, Mississippi. My bad. So, yes, oh, yeah, it would go right in the pot. Yeah, Let's go. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it was. I was a joke, and then it was kind of real. Future Division One <laughs> college football champion Jackson State. Hey, I'm telling you, Deion Sanders is gonna fill those stands, and then it's just gonna get bigger and bigger. I am. Oh, hey, Jackson I, I do State. I have to apologize for putting Kentucky in there twice. I just didn't notice it. My bad. That's okay, Jackson State. How I'm glad dare it you, How dare I? Right? How it's the powerhouse you. that is Kentucky could not leave. Put him in there twice. Oh. Pod two Texas again. State. It's basically the SEC West. <laughs> But you can't break up the SEC West. I think some of those schools are in the East, but I don't think you can break yeah, up the I was SEC like, you completely. Threw up Alabama and I think you broke it up. But there, Alabama. there are deep rivalries in the SEC, and I think Pod Two just kind of fits. It's basically the teams that are in that region from the SEC and just put them into a pod themselves. Pods essentially replace divisions in this. Okay. All right. Again, I, I got, think it's I a gotta... gr- I think it's a great idea. All right. Jake. The only way so. Again, the way that college football is headed, Steve, this is the only way it's this is the only way it's gonna work. I have one I, question no. for you. Yes, please I have go one, ahead. Steve. Or one request. One request. Um, sorry, people at home, but how the fuck is the scheduling gonna work for this? Because one division has like it... four more team. One pot has four more teams. Dude, than all it's the, the same others. way it works in college football now. There are conferences that play nine or ten games in a conference, only have three or two out of conference games. So much where there early. are some that have that play seven or eight and have four or five out of conference games. Like it happens so, all the time. So in the Eastern Conference, if I can go back to that, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what? How would that work? Because I know that like, some of the teams that like, um, mm. they play mostly in the winter. Like, like they have snow up there. Like you look yeah. at like the teams down in the south, like in the Eastern Conference, and it's like, would they be starting earlier? No, it'd be the same like schedule, dude. This is nothing more than divisions being replaced with pods. It's the same type of. It's the t- same concept. Okay. If you want to replace pod with the word division, go for it. Division one, division two, division three. Like it's the same concept. Conferences do it now. I, I like. Is there any like is there real really that much confusion about it? Uh no, to be honest, it's just uh I think that your idea, Jake, is essentially going to ruin the big money that is in the existing conferences. 
Like yep. the SEC. Oh, it absolutely will burn it. Oh, yeah. Burn it now. Yeah, yeah, but no. they aren't going to want to burn it. That's the issue. Burn it now. No. It already doesn't work. Wait, wait until you get to mine. When you get to mine, Jake, it will. Work. Oh, Kyle thinks he's got a better idea than me. What a okay, yeah. Idea. Finish up, Jake, so we can get to Kyle's offline. I mean, great idea. I mean, idea. It, I, again, pod two. Pod three oh, again is Kyle, just to, the really Big Twelve, but the regional teams that are in the Big Twelve and in their division. You keep the rivalries. You keep all of this stuff. It's fine. But the Big Twelve and Pac Twelve are merging, which is a rumor that we're hearing now, and that yep. doesn't work. You cannot have Nebraska playing a conference game against Oregon. It's not going to happen. I think it's perfect. They'll just take take planes. They'll take planes. Pod four, think the Big Ten, but better because there's less teams. Cincinnati gets added. Notre Dame gets added. And all of those rivalries still exist. Notre Dame will never join a conference. Notre Dame's going to be forced to. (laughs) Notre Dame's trying to get into the Big Ten right now, Nick. They were trying to get well, ACC last I hope so because for I hate that the they're ACC, They played in the ACC during the COVID year. I'd have to agree with Joe on this one that uh, that uh, college football is too complicated for all of us. So uh, <laughs> it's already too complicated. Uh, okay, uh, and as someone who followed a lot of college sports, including you know his girlfriend's own uh, in college, that's also too complicated. And that was Division Three. So uh, moving on to the West Coast Conference for you, Jake. Uh, yeah. Again, not as many good teams on the West Coast, so you're going to see some whack teams in here, which is fine. Not whack, uh, Mountain West Conference. Sorry, the whack dissolved in 2012 for football. <laughs> this honestly looks like the easiest of the three coast oh, yeah, conferences. No. If, one, if one team gets real good here, they're running through it. It's not even funny. <laughs> like Oregon could that's, literally run through that whole. But that's project. that's the that's the state of Western Conference college football. That's why they haven't. Nah, really... Boise State, Boise State. Let's go. <laughs> Give me that blue field. <laughs> Pod oh, one. No. Uh, you've essentially got the Southern California plus conference or division, and then just Hawaii. Oh yeah, and Hawaii. Of course, you hey, throw Hawaii hey. in there. You can't get rid of Hawaii. Hawaii is great. God, I, I, think, I just that, feel bad. Also, like, imagine like all the travel that, that their players have to do. So this is less like, travel for them now. That's just true. Put, so I'll give you that. There. Actually, come to think of it, travel times will not be as bad. So I'll give you that. So also, I'm gonna say that there's a lot of D1 football teams that are left out of this, like le- lesser group of five schools. They're gonna have to figure it out on their own. Um, <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> Yes, Kyle, so I, continue. Just so random, why is like Nevada on its, in its own pod, but UNLV is in a different one? Like, why aren't those, like, how did you decide? Uh, Nevada, Reno is located in the northern part of Nevada, and UNLV is located in Las Vegas, which is right next to Southern California, Kyle. Learn your okay. geography. Yes. Oh, then what about Utah State versus Utah and BYU? There's a... uh, Utah got thrown in the better pod because they're a better football school, Kyle. Oh, why in Oregon? But what about BYU I... and not Utah State? What about BYU and not Utah State? Because yeah. BYU is in Utah, and they're a better football school than Utah, Utah State. Utah State is also in Utah. What's and they you suck at football, Kyle. Yeah. They were <laughs> ranked this, last year. I, I kind of like the idea of like, oh, this is and they suck. Look at pod Utah three, State Kyle. ranked last year. Pod three, they're going to... No, oh, my BYU God. BYU was ranked <laughs> two years ago. Exactly. I know, but I was... 
All I'm saying is to, you, to me, dude, I've, I've never, never heard, heard Air Force with a fucking football team. Uh, hey, yo, fun. they're kind of gross sometimes, though. <laughs> Air Force, <laughs> Army, know. and Navy are kind of gross sometimes. Okay, but no, like, Army and like Navy are Air better. Force no one has, cares about Air so, Force. So Air Force and Navy have to have weight limits, though. So, like, half their players can get demolished by, like, a Alabama or Georgia team instantly. Because also, that whole line we'll say... not hold up against a D-line. We'll Georgia. say that in pod three of the Eastern Conference, I kept the Army Navy game, and everybody should be thanking yeah. me for that. Yeah, I, thank I, you. I will that. thank you for that. Go Army. Hey, oh, is that Kyle's list? Yeah, oh my Kyle's god. Next. Oh All right, my god. I, I gotta oh, say it was so bright. I will I say got... it was very bright. I'm sorry, I did it on a white background. My bad. Yeah. What's up? What's I up, didn't dude? think. Well, I gotta say, I love Jake's idea of some teams like you know what they suck and they don't matter, so we just kick them out. I think every sport should do that, like. Kick the Yankees out, kick out the Giants, especially. Like, we don't need to kick worry about the their Jets. games anymore. Kick out the Jets, you know? Everybody. Yeah, the Jets, the Jets. Anybody that has, yeah. anybody that has a New York name in front honestly, of them. Honestly, it, the Rangers get them out. They couldn't even make it to the cup. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely smokes. Part um, two what? is mostly the Northwest with, some, with Nevada being thrown in there. Not sorry, Kyle. And pod three is the worst really of the worst of the West Coast <laughs> and is just thrown into a pod because they suck and still deserve a shot at a div- uh, conference title. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Have, Colorado State's kind of gross. And no, they're not. No, they're not. Wyoming is the most recent relevant team on that list, and that was because they had Josh Allen. No. Utah State was ranked last year. They are the most relevant. Insignificantly out of that list. ranked. For one. One oh, year. Significant. Okay, we'll see right. how they do this year. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati was, yeah. Cincinnati was top four and got their ass kicked. I don't want to hear it. I agree. That's what I was saying. <laughs> By a team that couldn't win the title. Yes, well, since they deserved a chance and they blew it. They blew it. All right, move on to Kyle's list. I'm done. This is the most beautiful idea of all ideas. Oh, that is very god. bright. Oh my god. Not oh, Kyle. Wow. My idea is the most wow. beautiful idea of all ideas. Okay. Yeah. I already hate Kyle. So, can I listen? You guys, you, you was traveling to Wyoming and Stanford? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, okay. Oh god, let me please. let me explain my thought pro- so the reason I didn't do it geograph- geographically? Geography. Oh. No, you'll figure it out geographically. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I want to fucking puke. Okay. Cal State Fresno? Yes. That's... In Fresno State? Yeah, th- what well, about Hawaii versus is... Rutgers? Okay. That's New the Jersey full... to Hawaii. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> me? Yes. Hawaii to oh, you're the Hold on, hold on. What? Right, everybody, let oh, him explain. BC versus Hawaii. We jumped oh, out of the throat. Let him explain. Hey, Kyle, you literally just said, oh, this is the inner East. Okay. It's going to be all California teams. Kyle, what let the hell? Let Kyle is talk. Thank you. Boston College to California? Steven. I would love to see Hawaii playing in the snow in Boston. That'd be funny. Your takes aren't valid. This makes more sense. At least I'm changing for a good skill player, not because I don't know what the map looks like. Okay. I actually do want to hear this, though. So the reason I set it up this way is so I am keeping conferences and their names still intact. Unlike what Jake did where he completely dismantled it, ruining their names and getting rid of those conferences in general. I kept those intact. So the SEC wouldn't have to change their SEC uh, TV channel that they have and change it to the East Coast Conference channel or whatever they have whatever you would do. Like they can still keep the brand SEC 
and Big Ten would do the same thing, Big 12, etc. Now, the one that I threw in on the far right corner here, the extra random ones, is just all the extra teams. I didn't what about think the ACC of... network, Kyle? Well, uh, that so would really be gone. Because like, you're not program. that big of a program, you just get screwed over with yeah. traveling? Yes, basically. That's, yeah, that's your fault for sucking, is you have to travel cross-country now. But that's why... Getting... Uh, what? Who in that right corner, Steve, has a good football program other than Utah uh, Boston State in the college? Last... Actually, they're literally okay. projected to be top twenty this year. So, oh, Matt Ryan. I'm going to borrow your Utah State chance logic. of recruitment because okay. everyone's like, "Why am I going to play for these schools when uh, I have Fresno to sit State on a plane recently had Derek season. Carr and Devonte Adams play there? Boise State is a consistent hey, top twenty-five yeah. contender. Okay. Cal had Jared Goff. Okay. So that is why they were in an extra division in general. It's because all these teams that wasn't fitting in the SEC, Big Ten, or Big 12 to not – they needed a place to represent themselves other than just being TCU there. plays so – no, they play in the Mountain West, don't they? I thought TCU no, played TCU, in the Big 12. TCU is in the Big 12. So I took two out from each division to make it at an even 20 from other teams. So I took out Mizzou and Vanderbilt from the SEC. I took out Rutgers and Northwestern from the Big Ten. And I took out Iowa State and TCU from the Big 12. Because those are the worst programs in each conference right now for football. Whoa! Oh, yeah, that's debatable. That's the worst team in the big debatable. Hey, it's fine. don't I'm make fun of the Horde Frogs. In football, who's who's worse than them? Uh, let me look at the Big 12 real quick. I'll give you answers big off 10. the top of my head. Uh, big 12, yeah. Who's worse than them right now? Houston. Not in it yet. Not in the Big 12. Uh, I'm, I was just guessing. I was just looking at your list. Yeah. <laughs> They're not in it yet. Like West Virginia is West Virginia in the in the Big Twelve. Yes. TCU's uh, bigger Virginia than West Virginia. Well, they're not. What did you say? Uh, yes, sir. I would say that Texas Tech is worse normally. No. Uh, Kansas? I, I, uh, Kansas? I, they had they were good last. Hey, Kansas was gross they? last year. They were yeah. zero and twelve less than a decade ago. I don't care what they did last okay. year. What? I don't care about ten years ago. Iowa ten State. Years ago. Kyle, if you don't care about yeah, 10 years ago, West Virginia should be nowhere near this list. What do you mean? They're valid West now. Virginia hasn't what? been relevant since they were a party school and then they got caught. Oh, West Virginia times. hasn't been relevant since Geno Smith. It's fine. I'm going to let you explain. You said TCU is the worst and I kind of got nuts. Uh, I I have a... Okay, other than Iowa State, which is also why they were taken out of that conference, by the way. So I, it's not like I left Iowa State in there and took out just TCU. Like, no. Yeah, but you I left Kansas. That. Because Kansas was good last year. <laughs> well, okay. That you have Oregon going up against Baylor. Like, that doesn't make sense. What's wrong with that? That's not... Okay, but, like... but realistically, that's going to happen anyway, Andrew, when the Pac-12 and the Big 12 merge anyway. It's a rumor! So... You guys keep saying it's a rumor! Yes, it may not but that's happen. Still, that's still it more plausible. It's plausible, but you can't assume it's going to happen. But it's still That's being if the NCAA yeah, agrees to it. So, so conferences have already agreed to it, but the yeah. NCAA has overpowering rules to deny it. The NCAA All isn't con- going to because this will make them more money. This will be True. more matches. True, more matches. but it's just so they're traveling. Not gonna, they're not going to veto it. They don't give a shit about travel. They don't give a rat's ass about where the players have to travel. No, they don't care. They don't care if I'll have to travel to China to shoot. To also, Kansas was too into Kansas was two and ten last year. Was it yeah. two years ago then? No, they, they were had... a ranked team recently. I thought, yeah, I thank you, Nick. I thought. Okay, I'm... maybe no, this. 
doesn't include last year, but for the last they were three, ranked last year because they were in a bowl game last year, a good bowl game. I'm counting 18 wins the 10 seasons prior to that. Okay, so maybe I, I okay. No, no, prior to last season, Kyle. Last season. Prior to last season. Okay, eighteen total wins. Teams change all the time. It's all, but anyway. I honestly so can't get over just. I just feel like having a division that fucks over a bunch of teams in terms of where you have to travel, having struggling with recruitment now because nobody wants to play in a division where you have to go all over the place and like, it basically means nothing. That's not why they I do want I want to let Kyle like, finish here. I just I'm I'm on the TCU thing. Let Kyle finish. Please explain. Right. Explain this. So the I think the only big problem I have with my setup is that travel from Hawaii to Rutgers is really the biggest issue no, with that Hawaii last conference. BC. Hawaii to BC. That's the furthest distance. That is the furthest distance. You're right. So but like other than that travel, I don't think the NCAA would really care about that anyway. Like, teams don't struggle with recruitment because of travel. That's not why they struggle. They struggle with recruitment based on name base and who the team is going to represent. So if they're going to be Money playing, now. Money exactly. now. Yeah. And which like, school can give them the biggest? So if those schools but, in the random conference that I have that I completely made out of nowhere, if they can recruit the best players, they're not going to care if they have to travel from – Honolulu to Boston, they're not going to care. They'll sit on the plane for 18 hours. They'll do it early. Like, they won't care. I and think NCAA, I think you're right about oh, that, Kyle. All right. So, the thing that you keep saying, though, is, mm-hmm. like, recruitment, though. Like, you look mm-hmm. at the SEC. Those are all literally the big, yes. big schools that everybody is, would want to flood to. Yes, Portland, which is why I didn't big. break it up. That's why I didn't break it up, Andrew, like but, Jake like, did. I kept but, it all. Like, I kept all the SEC together for that basis entirely because they like, are the big schools to want to go to. So people are going to flock to them. Like so Ohio why State would them? be Ohio State would be one of those schools that people would flood to. But it looks like mm-hmm. looks like they would in Michigan. And Michigan State would be the only three teams in that Big Ten conference area that would literally dominate because you got Notre Dame who may not even get a recruiting class out of it all. And they'll get for like the re- two. This two is to all ratings and maybe a couple four stars. But then you look um, at Alabama, single... Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Clemson, Miami, and Texas A and M. And Texas, this is like they would flood the recruiting classes with that. Well, so it's yeah, like... but they do anyway, Andrew. They already do flood the recruiting classes. These are all the same conferences that already exist. The only difference is I split. I dissolved the ACC entirely. And split that up between the SEC and the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 is basically merged in with the Big Twelve as it is. The, the, I don't. These these conferences already exist with their heavier recruiting classes. The, the only, only schools qu- in each thing exist. The yeah. only question I have for you is the same predicament that I had. What do you do with the other group of five schools? Are they just left to fend for themselves. Yeah, basically. I don't know. Like, how many t- chances are Coastal Carolina going to be a relevant school? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, We're also forgetting we're... about UGF here, okay? UGF, We're forgetting about UGF, and we're also forgetting about Rocket City, okay? I don't know. <laughs> the Death Valley State Dingoes? Yeah, come on. Come on we're forgetting about all the important teams. No, all right. So, Miami, again, Ohio. I just have to, like, because you have some group of five schools in here, 
So yes. like, are they still Division One football schools, and it's just kind of like the rest? Yeah, basically like what exists now. Like that's what you did in your program too. Like you didn't have like the FCS. I would, I would find a place for them in my pods. I just honestly did not have time or the power to finish all of that. That's 126 yeah. schools. I think I got about 90 of them, but. Yeah, and this is 80 schools right here. So Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well uh, in I other words, what we learned is this is almost impossible, and there's going to be a whole committee that's going to have to figure this out. And it's, I think yeah. I did a good job. <laughs> if we can I, to I, a vote, vote, I, I think we need to put this take. to a vote right now. I think we need to put this I think to a vote. A vote. Um, yeah, I need to know, is Kyle's or like? mine better here? All right. Is anything we'll from fire with... or just garbage? Let's see. Uh, Nick, Nick, you tell us who you would vote for. I think they're both trash. Wow. <laughs> that is also that is fair. Uh, I think they are both dog poop. Okay. I think Nick I... only thinks that because he didn't come up with it. No, 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 because I could care less. My thing is, is that I truthfully think there should be no conferences. Uh, because I think that conferences in college sports uh, is silly, but I understand the reason why they're there and they're grouped. Uh, and I think that the power should be more evenly distributed. So if I was going to have to choose, I would choose Jake's idea, not because it's geographically correct, but because the power is more divided. I don't like that six, seven out of the top 10 teams most years are in one conference. I think that's awful. And although I think that that would make them more money, I think for the grand scape of thing, if you spread those teams out, more teams are going to get better, which is going to in turn create more money for everyone. So um, that's how I think. I think that power should be spreaded, which is why I think that sports are becoming better and better because every team is getting better every year, uh, meaning that uh, sports in general is more fun and more competitive. So um, that that's my take on it. I think that uh, they're both, but I'm voting for Jake's. Steve? Uh, no, I'm not even going to BS it. It's Jake's. Come on. At least his has, I like his idea of divisions, giving more teams, you know, a, a chance, a better chance in a division they could probably compete in. And also you don't have crap what? like California and Boston or Miami and Boston flying to each other. I like Steve, it. I like it. I hope you know that that travel already happens in today's college for the record, but regardless. But he's just like on regardless. the same coast though. Like it's not like not. a huge not, it's not like a big time difference from Hawaii at, to Boston. Like you're changing from Pacific Seacoast time, which is a three hour changeover time. Look at Hawaii's three hours from the east, from the year. west coast to the east coast, and then you add another hour traveling from Hawaii. Oh, they're not look going at, to New Jersey or Massachusetts, though. That's like what that, I, I don't like know, but I'm a guessing. Like, I'm, I, see, I can see but the SEC makes the most sense. Like, it literally, in yours, it literally the is farthest they go is Vandy. The same, yeah, literally, those are all in the same region. Like, where it wouldn't be that bad of a travel, but then you get, like, into the other conferences that you have, and they're just, like, way too spread out. Like, you have Oregon going all the way out to Syracuse. It's like, I, if I was traveling on that ride, I would be exhausted by the time I even landed and just would not want, and my what? performance would be terrible. The, far, the farthest Hawaii goes is Vandy. So, yes, you're not no, they correct go, by. They no, go to BC. Duquesne. They go to okay. Duquesne. Okay. Which is Pittsburgh, but yeah. Um, hold on. Does Duquesne go to them? Yeah, Duquesne what? goes to them. 
Duquesne goes to them, and Duquesne is oh, not bad. a D1 FBS school, so they're going for the money that it makes them to play Hawaii. But the only reason I actually like Kyle's idea because it stays within the parameters. I literally was going for, like, let's blow up college football. But the only reason I like mine better is the travel thing and the travel issue. Plus, I keep all of these rivalries together without trying to make, like, the cop, like, the comedy of tech or North Carolina playing Alabama. Like, it's just not, it's not what college football is about to me. So, like, I prefer mine solely because of that. I like yours, though. I do. I think college football's landscape is going to change entirely, and yours is probably more accurate. I would prefer my position though <laughs> yeah who who who? how would you dare for something else um was there any nice. final thoughts on this before i moved on to some more general topics for the day i'm good um good, good segment I, boys i would good just, segment we recreated college football <laughs> yeah we, we absolutely recreated college football so the um, poll on youtube was a tie i'm fine yep. with that uh, yeah. i'll take that uh, okay. My, my take, my take on that all was just that, like, yes, Kyle had some great ideas. Like the SEC, like, literally would be the best conference right there, um, and the region of travel wouldn't be that bad. But Jake's um, standpoints of being able to still have rivalries and basis of where the regions are and the conferences set up, I think makes the best sense. If something like that is to happen in the future, where somehow, like, both of your ideas are combined somehow. I can see it working out, but like, otherwise, like, it, it's just uh, right now it's just kind of like uh, let's see where things kind of go with college football. They no, no, Rick, I, I I don't think that mine really negates rivalries though. I don't think it does. I don't. They, it, it, yeah, like, mine emphasizes it. What, yeah. What's yours? up, Dustin? I was gonna say they put a lot more effort in than probably we did, but um, I can't imagine going out to Chicago to play a frisbee game. Compared to just playing I mean, like Keene or Franklin Pierce down a little bit, two okay, and a half like, hours away. If you're traveling to Keene, that's still pretty fun. No, I mean, just in general for <laughs> sports, cool. I can't it's imagine. It's still a drive. It's still a two-hour drive. <laughs> well, that's what makes, divi- so, that's what thing, makes will... Division three sports so great is that you're only playing teams in your region for the most part, so they're all rivalry games. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like the idea of when you have, you know, college football and you have uh, teams so close to each other playing in division – I don't know. I think, like, from a cultural standpoint in that region, now you have more competitive games within your area. So that's better for that's that's you know that's potentially much bigger games for a lot of the locals in the area to go to. So that's like a higher volume game. So maybe locally that might be really good uh, for to have like those pods. So I kind of I I actually like Jake's idea, but at the end of the day. We all lose because we just had to sit through uh, doing something that's never going to truly happen. And, uh... Hold on. Hold on <laughs> it's going to happen. No, that was beautiful. Uh, I They're did get some teams in Louisiana that I would put back into one of those pods, but that's not it. But Louisville. Uh, anyways, uh, let's go yeah, ahead, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, go into kind it's of random. to prepare this, Nick. <laughs> I know, I know, I was just kidding. Uh, so, random topics for the week. Kyle said there's some NHL stuff. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, so go. No idea. Uh, just some small things. Uh, first, uh, NHL draft is this Thursday. Uh, starts there, so that'll be fun to see who the Canadians pick. Uh, because apparently they aren't set on Shane Wright. And they That's hilarious. That, 
they would be that dumb to do. Um, but apparently, they haven't made up their minds who they're drafting, and it's going to be who has the number two pick. Random, uh, who has it? It is Arizona. Honestly, I hope Arizona gets Shane Ray. I really do. I think that <laughs> would be the would be a slap thing. in the face. The NHL is pressuring Montreal to give Arizona the best player so that Arizona doesn't have to move. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, next news is the San Jose Sharks just hired uh, Mike Greer, who is the first African-American general manager in NHL history. W. Some w. Pretty cool news. Uh, his brother is actually the GM for the Miami Dolphins right now. W. Uh, so uh, that, I knew you said Greer. That cool. sounded familiar. So, yep. Chris Greer is the uh, GM for the Dolphins, and Mike Greer is now the GM for the Sharks. So that's pretty cool. Um, the Seattle Kraken's minor league affiliate, the Coachella Firebirds, best name ever. Coachella. Oh God. Uh, they just that's hired, dope. Uh, they just hired the first female assistant coach in w. hockey history. So we have some great. Uh, great representation spreading through hockey right now and uh, there was a semi-big trade that happened over the weekend uh oh, yeah. the sean monahan or something like that. no like, if that happened that... that'd be huge but if somebody no, like that it's like um minnesota traded i am blanking on his name right now wow see because i thought it, i don't know why i thought of monahan but it sounds familiar. it is not monahan it is uh kevin fiala is the one i was thinking uh, Kevin Fiala got traded to the Los Angeles Kings from the Minnesota Wild, and Ryan McDonough got traded from the McDonough. Lightning to the Predators. That's who it so, was. That means the Predators are going to the Cup next year because Ryan McDonough's uh, been to three straight probably Cups. Probably not. He's <laughs> probably not. They're probably not. Hey, but... he's been to three straight Cups. <laughs> you know who else has went to three straight Cups? Corey Perry and lost them all. That is besides the point. Um, that's really it for hockey. Well, in other news, Joey Chestnut won his 15th straight Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. After sport. Tackling somebody in the middle of it. Not a sport. W. It is too a sport. Totally a sport. Yes. We'll Eating hot dogs is not a sport. We'll get totally to that a sport. It is. Not a okay. Jake, we'll get to right. that. Yeah, we have to go through those quickly, by the way. Uh, yeah, we're going through those quickly. We are, we are at our hour mark, so we usually like to kind of wrap it up around this time. So let's go through them very quickly. Let me throw Last sports thing to shout out. Jake managed to get um, our DJ to heart one RG3. of our RG3. Yeah. Oh, I just said Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, <laughs> we did not get Robert Downey Jr. to like that. That would be dope. <laughs> Robert Griffin III, not Robert Downey Jr. No. I think you asked him what to come back. He'd be like, huh? <laughs> yes, okay. uh, Robert it's Griffin RG3. III. Legend. I think our next poll should be should RG3 get another chance in the NFL as a starting QB? The answer is no. He doesn't want it. And if you want to come on the show, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> looking at it here. Uh, so, uh, we're going to go through this quickly because we are at our uh, time for this week. Uh, the Lakers are front rollers for Kyrie Irving. What should they give for LA? Uh, most people chose Westbrook plus a THC and then some more probably picks I meant to and whatnot. Say THD, Taylor Horton Tucker. I, my bad. That's fine. That's okay. Uh, THC is better. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> uh, is Joey Chestnut the greatest athlete of all time? Uh, the answer no. is yes. Uh, no. Uh, okay, so he's not the greatest athlete votes say yes. The Twitter says yes. The Twitter says yes. The Twitter says yes. The two teams showing the most interest in KD are the Heat and the Raptors, as we talked about. 
Uh, which of them would make him a contender? He already are a contender, but obviously that would do it. He would not make the Raptors a contender by no, any means. I, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, 155 votes, our new highest. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, does Kyrie Irving, Kim Jim, and Anthony Evans win a big three? Most people said yes. 102 votes. I think that's a fair claim. I don't know if they do it this year, but they might do it the second year. But I do think that's a fair claim. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, who is currently winning the free agency? This is totally biased, although it is 82 votes. Wait, 82 votes. There's no bias. I mean, that's not biased. <laughs> I mean, apparently people like the Celtics. I think fair. I wouldn't How choose the Celtics. Votes came from I Boston would choose. Fans. I think it's the Jazz because I got five first-round picks for Rudy Gobert, but that's just me. Um, this one doesn't matter as much, but uh, in terms of a KD, I guess it could matter. Uh, Celtics trade for KD, the three-plus first. Neesmith and then, well, Neesmith's gone now, but anyways, maybe Pritchard on some of their, uh, would be the goal. If there were to be a package, that's what it would be. Uh, we would never get our two best players. Who won the Atlanta Hawks versus Spurs trade? In my mind, it's Atlanta if if DeJounte Murray stays for two-plus years. San Antonio. And Zach Levine was absolutely the best free agent on the market. Good job, guys. Yes, and then they stay with the Bulls. So good job. A great episode today, everybody. Um, thank you. Everyone got any last points for you? Finish it up. I got to say, uh, quickly look, speaking of Mac Jones. So I had no idea how much of an impact off seasons had for him. He's been in the lab. And one thing I thought this was really cool. There's a couple of quarterbacks that went from their rookie season to their second. Season. So Dan Marino went from a 96 pass rating to 108.9, 72.1 to 90.7 for Peyton Manning. You get then you get into more recent where you have Lamar Jackson went from eighty four to one hundred thirteen, and Joe Burrow went from eighty nine point eight to one hundred and eight. So, if any quarterback is to have a chance to make it over a sophomore slump, I if Mac Jones is as committed and he has been throwing some beautiful balls. Oh, that sounds so bad to his uh to his receivers. I like Mac Jones' chances of maybe stepping up. And I, I think, think we get past wild card, get into divisional. I think year yeah. three, we we get into conference championship. I think by his fourth year, we definitely are in the Super Bowl. I yeah, think I, I think agree. Just I just think it's those extra weeks when we build into it is gonna burn into him because he's not used to playing so long into the seasons that long. Like yeah. last season, we were just lucky enough to make it to the playoffs with him. By all means great job with how we played that team but it was just i think mac jones was just way too exhausted because in college they don't play that long and play also, into the seasons that late this is a whole other conversation we will definitely talk about by the way in the next few weeks all right uh yeah we will one more point and then we're done all right yes okay go ahead rg3 said it best mac jones has the best chance to win the super bowl first out of any rookie quarterback taken last year rg3 great take i'm good Yep, I think uh, that's fair. Daniel you. Jones is the better Jones. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we will talk plenty of football, especially starting in August. A lot of fantasy sports, a lot of football. I think this summer is mostly dedicated to a lot of the random topics. We will see you guys next week for episode 20. Thank you for the journey so far. Definitely make sure to go follow the socials. Vote on all polls on Twitter. Vote on all, all of the trivia that we are doing on Instagram. And we will see you guys next week.